and a welcome to another episode of I'm, I'm Worried About Coop. Coop. Joining you is Autumn Tail and her feather, feather and her tail, Harris, and this is my co-host, Dan. Uh, can you do a little better than that? Dan. It's Cowboy Dan oh. from the lower 40. Lower 40? Okay, now we're throwing stuff at the wall. I mean, here we are. Mm-hmm. Hi. It is... What, is, what day is this? Tuesday? Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah. We're in the height of November. Right. Yeah, Tuesday. I just ran out and got some prescriptions, <laughs> and I came back feeling a little sing-songy. Sing? Because you don't normally feel Let's sing-songy. Let's sing a song about Mr. Robot. Oh, We're okay. gonna have a time. So this is what happens when I tell you to take charge on an episode. This is this is this is a product. Hey, it wasn't so much you telling me to take charge. It was a mere suggestion, and I agreed that it would be a good idea. After how many episodes of podcasts have we done where you was in charge? Yes. For the record, I've only had one small drink. Okay, yeah. This is that Sam saying hello with the yep. little flappy flappy head movement. Yep. Um, I've I've been I've been more soused. Oh yeah, sure. On a podcast. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, in general, yeah. Right, but yeah. I'm just saying specifically. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't assuming this was alcohol or anything. Well, I just wanted the listeners to know that, uh, you know, it's t- it takes a while to peel back the layers of one's personality, like a like a a ripe onion, like a blooming onion, like a like a blooming onion. Yes. And this is this is the accurate, you know, just just the just the peeking out a little bit. I'm. This is the epicenter of the blooming onion. Okay. And I'm not saying this is this is as, as as center as it gets. I'm saying we might be one or two layers of the gobstopper to the center. Is it a gobstopper or is it an onion? I'm thinking it's uh, seven licks from the center of a tootsie roll. Uh, there's a lot of a tootsie okay. pop roll. Sure, great. Yep. So good evening or good morning or good afternoon, no matter yep. uh, no matter what time of day it is for you. Uh, we don't really care because there's no way of it only. Um, but it is evening here. Yep. We watched episode 405, yep. Method Not Allowed. Yes. And Dan, let me ask you this. Okay. What method is not allowed in your life? Uh, not loving you. Oh, boy. Well, that's the last question I asked yep. you. Yep, yep. Uh, no, we had a, a pretty interesting episode here, I, I think. Uh, I would say so. I think uh, what I want to do is get right into some overall feelings and thoughts. How how about that? Sure. You're asking me? No, I decided not to ask you. Uh, Oh, oh, shit. I I messed up already. See? Here's a big one. Yeah, go ahead. Mr. Robot is notably absent in this fifth episode Mm -hmm. of the final season. See, I'm doing better this time. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I mean, it's a really good question because it's one of the first things I said after we finished the episode. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it necessarily has like a greater significance or if it's just that between the the structure of having no dialogue and clearly the intense focus that their heist that they're pulling off required of, yeah. of Elliot, that maybe it just is one of those things where Mr. Robot took a back seat, like not wanting to confuse the issue or get in the way or anything like that. Or not taking a back seat because there were only two passengers in that car. That's true. No, I I noticed right away I, that you know like when she picks up Elliot, mm-hmm. like it's it's notable. I'm like, oh, I thought there would be another person getting in the car. Yeah, I don't know if you felt the same way. Right, because they are standing there when mm-hmm. he lights on fire and then he's gone. 
Yeah. Yeah. At, at least to my knowledge. Right. Uh, yeah. So I, I noticed it a lot. And the, the absence of him is... It, it's notable yeah. throughout the episode. But it is, I think, very nice with this format that they've chosen of one line of, you know, dialogue. Um, two. Oh, what were the two? There was one at the beginning and one at the very end. Was one at the be- oh, what was it at one, the end? The one beginning was Darlene saying, it's okay, to talk. we don't have to talk. Yeah, what was the one at the, the end? the very end was Vera talking to Krista saying, it's time we talk. And oh, that's how the okay, ends. yeah, okay. Yeah. That's hilarious. I, book I, ended. Yeah, I totally missed that. Yep. But no, it was nice getting back into the Elliot and Darlene swing of things. Yep. Like, it felt a little um, nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the two of them, and we get this sort of heist format. Yeah, which heist was a, for sure. It's always fun to watch. Yep. No, I love a good heist. What did you think of that? Um, well, I mean, it's interesting with Darlene and Elliot. This is their kind of rebonding episode, and it kind of, you know, you, you get that shot of him taking her hand while she's driving yeah. at the very end which sort of harkens back to that story that was told earlier in the series where he would take her hand when he was freaking out to make sure he knew what was real and whatever so oh, good call kind back. of a, a little bit of that there but it, it was honestly nice to have them just doing a thing and elliot not being shitty to her right. or her not freaking out about something right. and it was just like they're just in it with each other, for each other, trying to get this thing done. They both appear to be in the right minds, which right. is, you know, a minority of the time. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, no, it, it was very nice. Nice change of pace. Yeah. We kick up the episode with, you know, the van yeah. up in flames. The body that's in there, and I've seen some discrepancy online. Hmm. I thought it was the... It's the guy that they that was driving. That's what I thought. Yeah. But some people think it's Tyrell. Oh. And it was, it's funny because what we were talking about directly following the episode was this, this big question of, is Tyrell actually dead? Yeah. And we both have, you know, some opinions on that. But, like, I was reading actual reviews saying that was the body of Tyrell. Hmm. Um, and I think that that's actually not true because I just think it's not true. I think that if Sam Esmail wanted us to know he was dead, they would have shown him overtly being dead or overtly being taken and put into the van to burn. And plus, you know that they have two bodies to get rid of if that were the case. Yes. So you would have seen two, not one. Right. And I plus, mean, they flash right through would that make... very quickly. Yeah. So I don't know. I assume that was more about not dwelling on a corpse or a bloody or a yeah, person yeah, yeah. burned or whatever. So like, but there was just one. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So the next question that I have for you after Why No Mr. Robot is Is Tyrell dead? Will we see Tyrell alive again in this season and not in a flashback? I, I mean, that's the thing is this episode gives you nothing either way on that. So Totally. I, I still... It's position time! Oh, no. Um, I know we talked about it in the last episode, but I, I, I do... Th- I think I said that we're going to see him again. I think that was my position on that one. I, th- I think, like... If you yeah, but we had a whole episode after that. I'm just well, saying, I know, but like, like this, I mean, that's the thing to say, which is that this episode doesn't do a lot for like the major yeah, plot lines. This question. is this okay. is sort of a. So you're still in the same place yeah, that you were. Yeah, okay. I don't think anything in this episode changes anything except that they make a point of not showing Tyrell dead, yeah. not having any report on anyone finding a body or finding him dead. Mm-hmm. So only that you know he's not attending this meeting. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Which, of course, Elliot... I mean, Elliot's assuming he's dead and telling him that. So, again, that almost Well, is, is... he? He's either pretending he's dead or 
Well, as far yeah. as we know, all Elliot saw is what we saw, which is that Tyrell walked off into the night and was not seen again. Right. You know, so I think he's assuming, and like he was shot, and that he probably went and died. So, I mean, that's what Elliot's going to think, so he's going to tell Price. I mean, Price. we, okay, devil's advocate. Sure, yeah. There's some space in between that last episode and this episode. It could have happened. We yeah. may learn later. That he found whatever he found, the blue thing, whatever that was, yeah. and came back. Yeah. And Elliot's just pretending that Tyrell is dead. Yeah. Oh, no, it's totally true. I'm just saying right now, as far as we know, what we've seen is, is you know, yeah. that. So. so either Tyrell's dead or everyone's pretending. Yes. yes. So the method not allowed may be describing the fact that we are not talking. Yeah. Do you think that that is what it is? What, what method is not allowed? Or is it a lot of things? I think I said that in the last one with the um, file not found title that I'm like a little hesitant to like apply these literally to the episodes. Why? Because, I mean, he, he wrote 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. They're going to be 401, 402, 403, 404, no matter what. Uh-huh. Those codes do, they, they mean a certain thing on website and computers and whatever uh-huh. else. I don't know that he wrote out every code and then wrote an episode to fit those codes, which is kind of what that would imply. Yeah. Is that like, okay, here's the one that's method not allowed. What can I do that isn't allowed? You know what I mean? So, like, it's hard for me to make that leap to analyze the episode that way. Well, then why would he have done it that way? Well, he, he just chose, like, clever episode titles for, for the end of, you know, for rather than do the file names. He just, he just did different thing because the 404 because now he knows that oh that's a fun way to still do sort of a tech title theme sure you know because there aren't like 30 whatever okay, error so your codes. answer is there is no method that's not allowed in this right and i mean episode. if you, if you had to apply it then it would i would think it would be to speech but it's not that it's allowed because she's like we don't have to talk oh right, well, i disagree okay sure I think that, yeah, it's a, a fun thing that he found or stumbled upon or, or thought of a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, he's either nodding to it or just or going gung-ho with yeah. the different, you know, find not found. Or, you know, I yeah. think we'll see. I don't know what the rest of them are. Yeah. I don't want to look at them because I don't want to, you know, get disappointed sure. or, or whatever. But I, I, I disagree. Okay. I think, I think uh, this one is, is tidy to me. Yeah. Method not allowed. Well. Maybe talking. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. What would you do if you were walking down the street and there's a shop at the very end, a taxidermy shop, Mm -hmm. and inside is Janice? One, I ain't going to a taxidermy shop. The question, what do you do? I ain't going to Say you don't have a cell phone and the only phone is in that shop. And whatever the emergency is, I think I'll just embrace the emergency and not go to the taxidermy shop. What if I if I have to what if go, I'm bleeding out? Okay, fine. If I have to go into the taxidermy shop, I am getting out as absolutely quickly as possible. Yeah, she is case. she like, is yikes. I took some notes down uh for this episode and my notes say verbatim Janice is yikes. Yeah. I mean, that is a very unlikable character. Yeah. And she's scary in that version of scary that's just ambiguous. And I don't like you. Yeah. It's that thing where she's, if you are stuck in a room with her, you have no idea what she's going to do, except that it's probably not going to be good. Oh, yeah. And, like, you don't want to have to deal with her any longer than you have to. Yep. And that's, like, that's just the vibe I always get from her. Yeah. Every scene, it's might just be her having, like, a little goof with a random old woman. It might be her stabbing a dog corpse. It might be her basically 
orchestrating the murder of an FBI agent or yeah. God knows what else. So, And I think Dom is approaching with the same MO that you would. She's try, trying to minimize her exposure mm-hmm. and her communication. Yeah. But unfortunately, Dom is so tied up in this thing that there's no escape. Yeah, and obviously she's kind of fighting every step of the way as much as she can. But she has to give in every single time. And, and that, I guess I would say that's probably how that sort of thing goes, right? Is the beginning you think you're going to be able to get away from it or get away with it or, you know, eventually move or move away from that sort of arrangement. Yeah. And then it gets harder and harder to do that and thus easier and easier to just give in. So hopefully for her, she's able to, by the end of the season, find a way out of it. Yeah. Hopefully that doesn't mean she dies or anything, but yeah. You know. I mean, this is going to be the big test now that she has to go after Elliot and It's going to be the big testies. The, no, test. Just test. It's going to be the big pair of... Wait. No, test. Does one have a pair of testes? Yes. Okay, because I didn't know if it was like you have one no. singular... No, because it's plural. Testes. Correct. What's the singular? Is there... Uh, tossed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a salad? Yes. All right. Uh, what do you think of these uh, continued Christmas songs? I think they're great. Oh, my God. I think they're lovely. Just it gets you in the mood, you know, and like in real time, we're 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 pretty much in the season now, thanks to you know. Uh, You're in the mood for Christmas all the time, yeah. I don't know I'm, if I believe. I'm that. ready to go. You're ready a very sarcastic person. I'm my tossed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback. Yeah. An to Don's conversation callback. about putting a Christmas wreath on that guy's. Uh, what is that? Hard something, Henry or something. Oh, in the chat. Hard for you, Henry. Yeah, in the IRC chat or whatever it was. So instead of putting a Christmas wreath on your donger, you're going to put tinsel on your toss. Yeah, just the one. I prefer that because it's got the alliteration thing going mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. And henceforth, we will call this podcast no longer F-Podcast, which I think I forgot to mention oh, earlier. Well, shit. people, you know, they're not uh, going to tune into episode five. Hey, what is this the new episode of? Tinsel's on my toss. Oh, shit. That's singular for the word testes. Thank you. But no, you you hinted at something, uh, which is this nightmare scenario that is unfolding for poor old Dom here. Yeah. Looking at the next episode, mm-hmm. 406, mm-hmm. she's got an interesting confrontation going to be happening. And we did watch the preview. Let's not spoil it. No, I don't even remember what it was. For those who, you know don't watch the previews for the following episode but she's got kind of a three-way conflict going on Mm -hmm. the fbi which is her wife's passion the dark army yeah which have a pretty firm grasp on everything that involves her and f society aka elliot and darlene so she could choose three distinct one of three distinct paths here Mm -hmm. she could go the way of at the FBI and try to go down that way, though seems pretty unrealistic that they wouldn't have another mole in the FBI and they wouldn't know exactly what she was doing at all times right? and completely fuck her over. Yeah. She could go the way of Dark Army, but that would be her character basically turning heel and I don't see that happening. She might, though. though I mean, that that's the thing. That's kind of where this goes. That's probably what happened and, to Irving. You know, and that's else. what happened to uh, her boss, yep. you know? Yep. They made it very difficult for him, and he just went with it. And yep. you know, it's some at a certain level, you know, you can't blame him. But it's hard to put yourself in that situation, yep. right? And then the likely thing, the thing that like the heroic part of me 
wants is for her to just team up with Elliot and Darlene and take this whole motherfucking thing yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that ending or them... I, I, I feel like pursuing that end would be very entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I could see the, the remainder of the show having plenty of material to go down with them trying to work that out. Yeah. Very hackers-esque. But to prevail... Mm-hmm. I feel would be very unrealistic. Yeah, and the other thing too is if she's having this much trouble trying to be an FBI agent while also trying to help Dark Army, imagine if then she adds that layer of actually trying to help F Society and pretending to help Dark Army while still trying to be an FBI agent. I mean, I mean that's like she's already at the end of her level. Yeah, she's that's asking a lot of her. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean. She, you know, has the thing with Darlene. You know, mm-hmm. she's she. She cares for Darlene, right? I don't yeah. think she knows enough about Elliot, except by proxy yeah. and knowing or getting an idea of what F Society was trying to do. Even though the original mission may not have been saintly, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like she got enough of an idea of where Darlene's head's at to maybe be okay. You know, lumping Elliot into that particular mindset. I don't know. Well, I think, if anything, she wants out of the Dark Army arrangement more than anything else. Oh, well, yeah. So if she does find them, which let's assume she does, you know, and is able to talk with them, Mm -hmm. she might see that as her out. I mean, her directive would definitely be to detain them and bring them in immediately, if not just turn them over to Dark Army. I mean, I I would think Dark Army just wants them dead. But who is she reporting to? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is she going to send them to Dark Army? Or is she going to... Well, yeah, right. They don't just want them then. Right. Or would she, you know, find somebody she trusts in the FBI? Thing is, who? Who? Yeah, we haven't been introduced to anybody pretty much that hasn't she been She had that killed. partner. Is he, Where's he? Get... I don't think he ever died because she went to the that farm or whatever it right. was. But she didn't have him with her. No. So he so would he technically still be, still be there. But he was okay. That kind of brings me to another thing that I thought of when you were mentioning earlier is we... With F Society. Right now, it's just Elliot and Darlene. Yeah. What happened to all those other people? I think they just uh, disbanded. Like, they all thought After that... the attacks, the the Well, yeah. Probably. I don't think anybody wanted to be associated yeah. with that nightmare. Yeah. I just don't remember if they ever made that explicit or anything. I don't think they did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or they may have... Um, no, I don't think they did. Yeah. Plus, like, no one knows where Elliot is. No one knows where Darlene is. And they were the leaders, so they're, with, they're gone. Yeah. Who's going to step up? I mean, I think in real life, somebody else would. That's the thing is, I wonder if we're going to see another F Society video pop up, and it's not from either of them, and then it's like a big freak out. Well, thing didn't one second. come out? One or this two? This season? Yeah. I think they were reviewing one, or maybe it was I think that was late third season, because it, it was the guy that they, like, arrested. Yeah. It was, like, kind of the bigger guy. Yeah. So I don't think that was... So I don't think we've seen anything of them this season, so... Yeah. Because they haven't been doing the F Society stuff, really. They're just taking down White Rose. I'm still calling them F Society. No, yeah, it is. But, like, I'm just saying, like, in terms of that group and yeah. its known motivations, that's gone. Right. Yeah. And probably a pariah yeah for sure so other things that look bad uh in the next episode krista looks like she's gonna be running into some real bullshit here yeah i mean we've been waiting for vera to do a thing all season all except season, for yeah. a little bit so i mean he did you know shoot a guy and whatnot but i think that the the way that they connected krista with vera was 
I mean, I don't have many criticisms criticisms for this yeah. show. Man, I went full Minnesota for that one. Uh-huh. That is one of the only ones is that the connection to Krissa and from very it's very convenient. Yeah. Like it's very like, oh, I saw them run into each other, you know, Elliot and Krista, and she seems to have some power over him. <laughs> well, I see what you're saying, and devil's advocate would be how many people are actually connected to Elliot in any way? It's basically Darlene and Krista. Yeah. So if they're following him, trying to find some kind of end, they're not going to go for his sister. Here's the first person they've seen him actually talk to. Why wouldn't they go for the sister? I mean, they already did, obviously, the original. See, and that might be a thing where they did the first time, they talked to whoever this third personality is, or what, or she did, rather, but, like, nothing came of that. Yeah. So they're like... Okay, plus a sister is going to ha- is going to be more complicated yeah. than, you know, someone who might be a little more mm, uh, biased or further moved, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Okay. Well, I guess we have to, uh, or I have to remember that Vera is not the most sophisticated of people. He's going to have somebody followed. He's going to see what's what. Yeah. He's not going to be able to hack and like, you know. No, he's just going to take the first thing he gets and just try it and see what happens and. Why doesn't he just approach Elliot straight up? Well, it goes back to what he was saying the last time we saw him, which is that he doesn't want to force Elliot into anything. He He's not. Partner. He wants a partner. Yeah. So if it's that, he needs to talk to someone who has an in with him, who might be able to give him insight, who can help him convince Elliot whatever this is. Obviously, he doesn't know the story with Krista. He just knows that Krista is a person that Elliot's talked to. Right. So it's going to be a little more complicated than he thinks, but. Whatever it is Vera's trying to do, he wants Elliot voluntarily, you know, working with him. Yeah, so. and I'm sure it'll be all sunshine and roses. I'd say. I'm yeah, sure that fine. they'll just have a nice little conversation, a little chit-chat, a yeah. little sit-down. Yeah. And uh, that'll be the just the way that they convince uh, Elliot, like, you know, just through, you know, amnesty conversation mm-hmm. to just, you know, get right on board with whatever Vera's got going on. Which, Correct. what the hell has he got going on? What Pants does he want? shopping. Oh, okay. He needs a partner to pick out new jeans. A pants partner. Pants partner. He doesn't want his tossed to show off too much. I mean, who does? I do. Except your friend Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. He's always walking around with his tossed hanging out. That is actually true, as long as I've known him. They're always out there. The one. Just the one. It's interesting. What what the listeners might not know about Ryan is the reason that he doesn't reveal his last name mm-hmm. is because it is a synonym for tossed. You're lo- get looking at me kind of funny because, okay... I was trying to conceal it, but his last name is actually Tossed. Oh, so it's not really synonym so much as that's the word. Yeah. Okay. And I his middle name is Finger. Well, no, I don't think so. Ryan Finger Tossed. No. Nope. All right, so this has been a relatively straightforward conversation. Yeah. Maybe one of our shorter. You're squinting at the screen. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just looking at a thing. Continue. Let me ask you a question that you may not be expecting right now. Oh boy. All right. Outside of Elliot, Mr. Robot, and Darlene, yeah, who is your favorite character that we have seen on Mr. Robot? That's like still alive now, or just in general? In general, I mean Angela or Dom, like okay. probably Angela. I liked Angela's arc a lot. Mm-hmm. I really liked what they did with that character, where she was going, and you know, it ended unfortunately, and and I could have used more. But also, when you think about how this season's been structured, it would have been really hard to fit her her story and like what was happening with her into everything with this like it's it, it sort of it makes a lot of sense now seeing what we've seen you know 
Like, it was the entire impetus for everything that's happened, essentially, this season. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I would say Angela and after Angela, Dom, for sure. Okay, I mean, why both... Dom? It's another thing where I, I loved that she was a law enforcement agent that she wasn't like, she wasn't Jack Bowers, which I love Jack Bauer. She wasn't, you know, uh, McNulty, where she's just a drunk or whatever. Like, she was just, like, a normal, good agent just doing her job. That's all she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And she ran into this buzzsaw of... Circumstance. Circumstance and conspiracy and all this shit mm-hmm. that just torpedoed her life. And she, even in the case of, like, she thought she was going to try to do the hero thing and not go for it. She actually ended up having to go exactly for it. Like, she had to give in and take that fall and did it willingly, essentially. And now we're seeing her, and it's not just like, oh, she's bad now. It's that it's an actual struggle. Yeah. But she still has to give in, because in reality, most people in that scenario and situation would probably do the same thing. Yeah. So, and it's like, it's believable. She shows the trauma of it. The way she's managing every single interaction with Janice and all these different things. So, like, that's just a character that has a lot going on. Plus, she just, like, you know, her own personal life is shambles. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 great. I think she's us. Like I think she's... No, no, like, the viewer. <coughs> she represents normal, grounded person. Sure, yeah. And what would happen to the normal, grounded person if they were faced with a worldwide conspiracy and crime ring and blackmail and extortion and everything else? I don't know, just screaming noises. I think yeah. a buzzsaw is a perfect word for this. Like, yep. Just even the noise that, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a, a carpenter. I don't know the difference between a buzzsaw and a table saw, but I spent a lot of my youth having my dad with a table saw in the in the basement the way that I said that made it sound like my dad used the table saw on humans or something. Like, he just was sawing lumber. But, like, that sound is horrifying. And that, that sound is perfect for what's happened to her. Yeah. 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 Yep. I don't yep. know. And that's, that's her life. That's, yeah. That's her life getting split in half and yep. pieces on the floor. Yeah. Just sawdust everywhere. That's yep. that's that's poor Dom. Yep. What about you? Your favorite? I know you really like questions about favorites. Irving. Irving. Mm-hmm. Irving's a real good one. Yeah. Yeah. I love Irving. Yeah. I also really like Tyrell. Yeah. Um, especially when he was in the woods just just doing his own thing. Yeah. That's the happiest we ever saw that guy. Yep. He was just like, okay, well, I'm stuck here. Yeah, exactly. I guess I'll just do this. Yeah. And it harkened back to his childhood and all that. Um, but Irving... Plus, you got to... I'm sorry, but you got to see with Tyrell when he was, you know, in seclusion how much he was able to do on his own. Like he wasn't just a guy who was in love with Elliot or just along for the ride of yeah. being a thing. Like he did, he was serious. Like he could do this stuff himself. Yeah. It's just that he wanted a partner. Yeah. So yeah. He wanted someone to love him. Yeah. And that he could love back. Yep. And he never had it. Nope. Oh man. It's interesting. Cause while you're talking about Angela and her arc and her just starting to be this power mad, you know, boss bitch persona like i was so excited to watch that i don't know why it probably says something about myself in my life but i think that's the saddest part of her demise is that this story like you 
it could have gone completely the different way where she became the enemy. And I almost yep. feel like that's the, where they were going for a while. And yeah, they just kind of sure. changed their minds. I mean, she was there for a little while. Yeah. Like, I like mean, she was but I mean, like, him, ride, was... riding it all the way to yeah. the top. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know if they changed their minds. I think, I think it's kind of the, uh, sort of the flip of Dom, right? Dom ran into this thing and was just doing her best and is doing horrible shit. But like, because she kind of feels like she has no choice. Angela kind of ran into a similar thing and just went with it. Like, she didn't really fight it up until the very, very end, and then it cost her her life. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, she was all in with Tyrell. She was all in with White Rose. Like, granted, she had some trauma in her life, you know, in her past that led her to just want to believe something that was unbelievable. And she thought she was doing good on some level but she knew she was doing bad and she was still doing it yeah so i think she you know she was deeply confused yeah she was for sure. deeply troubled just yeah. listening to those self-motivation tapes and, yeah i mean i don't want to be a hater but they're not exactly casting the best light here in this show right so i'm i'm a little bit feeling feeling bad about that because i, I do think they changed course on on her story mm. i don't think she was always supposed to be philip price's daughter either that's mm. just my own personal opinion mm. um just based on what they were doing with her and what they were what they the, the opportunity that they had with i and i guess they kind of made the point like uh, you know i was gonna say the opportunity that they this the story to tell about you know female power in the workplace you know that's, a, that's something that's always you know at the forefront of my mind and every female that i know in the professional world and maybe they maybe they told that in some sort of way. It's just like, well, yeah, she tried. Yeah, I mean, and she could as... she could have ridden it to the top if she yeah. would have been okay with it. I guess. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Price, though, if you think back, I mean, she ran into him very early. I mean, and there was immediately like a thing between them. Mm-hmm. Like, I I believe that he knew she was Price's daughter from the beginning. I think that was always there. So that's just a thing that I. Hey, yeah, it's okay. Different out. strokes for different folks. That's right. So what else do we have? That's all I have. Well, I mean, you know, we haven't really talked about the heist or any of the, the chase sequence or any of that stuff, like the meat of the episode. Would you like to talk about it? Yeah, I guess. I mean, again, it's one of those things where it's pretty straightforward, but really, really well done. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this entire episode kind of speaks to what they've been doing this entire season, which is just taking the idea of what you expect Mr. Robot to be and throwing it out the window. And doing insanely different things every week, but it's still Mr. Robot. Mm-hmm. And I loved the contrast between this impossibly effective heist with things that couldn't normally happen in real life. And they were doing all this insane, cool spy shit. And then Elliot just bumping all over New York. Just flopping over this wall and that uh, wall and yeah. running into things and getting hit by cars and throwing himself over you know, embankments and, and like... It's just great. It's a great visual. I saw a little gif on um, Twitter where it was just just a pure fifteen seconds of him just falling over and getting <laughs> hit with shit, and it's just big ups to the uh, stuntman on that. Yeah, I mean that's so much work. Yeah. Um, not to mention the having to just run that much. You know, even if you you know you have to forgive you know just uh, suspend your disbelief a couple moments here and there in that episode and with that heist, whether sure. it's her being in the exact spot that he throws himself over and, you know, waiting for her. Obviously he was running towards that spot because he'd set the little pin, but still. And like doing the, the 3d print of the thumb, which 
printing anything 3D takes a very long time and probably wouldn't be exact enough to do. But like, so like you can just like forgive those things. Well, right, like, pick apart the entire show all you want. Yeah, like, I mean, you, I could you can find holes with every single thing. Right, but that aside, I mean, like you said, and like I agreed with, the heists are always great. Like they're just fun to watch, mm-hmm. and this one was a unique structure for it, especially in TV. You don't right. usually see TV shows try to do an entire series or heist with no dialogue and this episode was the mac quail showcase on top of everything else yeah like the music is incredible it, it basically carries the load for the majority of the episode and it's just it's just fantastic so kudos to him music's always good in this series um but this is one where they didn't use really any almost any um you know pop or license in music it was it was quail just doing everything and it just that so thought it was excellent. Yeah, so. like really standout score yes. stuff throughout this Absolutely. episode for sure. Yeah. 100%. And so, yeah, it looks like whereas this one was kind of a sidestep of a here we're going to do kind of a gimmick and in a good way and not really advance the plot a ton, next week I would assume is going to be all plot. Just like shit happening all over the place and, and a lot. I would assume we'll hear something about Tyrell, but then again, maybe not. You know, we'll have Vera really get into the mix. Dom has to go after Elliot and Darlene. I mean, plus we still have, will Olivia be a thing next week? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my prediction of Irving at some point coming back. Is that, is that, Sorry, that's man. A, it's, you know, it's not going to happen. Uh, I don't even know. Where's Flipper? Where is Flipper? You know, we haven't seen him in a minute. Where's the fish? Mm-hmm. Did the fish die? Flipper. Flipper's the fish. No, Flipper's the dog. Ah, oh, dang it. The yes, fish was yes. Quirty? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, more animal content. Not the dead kind with Janice. Live, yeah, no. live, live animals. animals the yeah. content we like. Yeah. No so. shade to any taxidermy. Some shade. I don't think taxidermy is necessary. I feel like that's the thing that we could just not do. Yeah, it's definitely not necessary. Yeah, yeah. So... That's my own personal shade to taxidermy. Okay, wow. Sorry if you're listening and you're a taxidermist. Let us know, though. Rile the internet. We'll have you on as a guest. lost our only follower. Yeah, I know. Ryan, the taxidermist. Oh, God. Yeah. He's been holding back. Yes. He makes our music and then also makes stuffed dead animals. Ryan, finger tossed. Tossed finger. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps wraps us up. That about it. On episode 405 of Mr. Robot. Uh Uh-huh. Coming coming at you live and... At five. In living color. Mm-hmm. On the podcast. From. Format. That's there you go.